Earthy Girls is a mother-daughter duo who love the planet and all things green. Raquel is a Dallas-based florist, while Rebecca is a lifelong gardener and artist. Together, they co-create beautiful gift boxes with recycled florals, paper, and wax. Together, they are the Earthy Girls. Hello, and welcome to another mini-episode of the Earthy Girls. I'm Rebecca B, and I will be here in the podcasting studio with you today. Just wanted to let y'all guys know we are broadcasting live here in the Upper Peninsula in Michigan, in the United States of America. And we started off today with a very warm, muggy, and sticky kind of morning. Uh, After several hours, mid-morning, we had a cold front roll through, and we dropped 14 degrees in less than five minutes. So... Not trying to rub it in the face of all my friends back in Texas, all my family members, but we are holding right around 55 degrees right now. So anyways, Raquel is busy in the flower barn today. She is working on a big corporate order, and so we are very excited for her and very proud uh, that our love floral is busy. Uh, as we know, Raquel is a mama, a wife, a businesswoman, and then podcasting is down towards the bottom of her to-do list. But I'll be here with you today talking a little bit about noise pollution, very illuminating and enlightening topic. But before we dive in, let's take a listen to what Raquel did for the planet this week. Happy July, Earthy friends. I hope everyone is having a great month. Have you been hydrating using our hydration tips? This week has been extremely hot here in Texas in the triple digits every day. But remember to drink lots of water, eat hydrating fruits, take Epsom salt baths, and up your electrolytes daily. How have you been doing for plastic-free July? Have you been ditching the single-use plastics like water bottles and plastic grocery bags? This past weekend, I went to a birthday party. For my little sister and I took it upon myself to clean and recycle all the glass, aluminum, and plastic bottles from the party to recycle. So remember, you may not be able to do everything to save the planet, but there's always something that you can do. Stay earthy, friends. Well done, Raquel. Yes, um, very proud of you. And uh, I have been staying pretty hydrated. I've been choosing to make uh, smoothies with bananas and apples and yogurt uh, to help me stay hydrated. And that has really helped. Of course, I haven't had to battle the extreme heat as so many of my friends and family in Texas have had to. But what I did for the planet was um, use my purchasing power. As you know, that's my fifth pillar now. So we had to go and stock up for provisions here in the cabin. You know, the biggest grocery store is an hour away. So we really have to be conscious of what we're doing, what we're purchasing and meal planning. But I found something that I really love up here this trip. I had no idea uh, that these were a real thing. They are sweetest sponge cloths. They are earth friendly. They are made from... Listen to this, guys. Natural wood pulp and cotton. They are 100% compostable, biodegradable. They last for six months, and they replace paper towels and sponges. So you get them wet and use them as you would a paper towel or a sponge, and then you can dry them, and then they dry back. 
And you can also put them in the dishwasher, in your washing machine. So I'm excited. I just pulled those out and excited to use those here in a little bit. But what I also did was I needed some skincare. Um, and I made a very conscious decision since we are in Plastic Free July to not buy anything that's in plastic. Even though I know it's not single use, Raquel, it's still... To me, I know it's plastic and it's adding up. So when I can choose glass, I do. So I chose some serum, some vitamin C serum. I chose a collagen and a glycolic acid, all in little glass bottles with the droppers. So it's from the same line where I purchased some of the facial oil. So I love it and it's working. My skin's looking better and I know that I am not contributing to our overall habit of just constantly purchasing uh, things in plastic. And, and like I said, it is, it is hard because sometimes we don't have a lot of options, but can you choose a bar soap? Can you choose a shampoo bar? Can you choose something in glass? Can you, you know, use your recyclable, uh, you know, water container, your steel, whatever you're going to use or BPA free plastic, uh, instead of just grabbing that, uh, single use plastic water bottle, or you can also, uh, just ditch those plastic grocery bags altogether and get some cute totes. I mean, I'm complete, completely plastic free bag, sans plastic free bags. That's a mouthful. Uh, so that's what I did for the planet. Since I'm up here in the cabin, uh, I don't have to do a lot of gray water. We get a lot of uh, lake effect um, mist. Well, actually, the fog will bring in the mist. And I don't have a lot of plants. I do have one petunia hanging basket. I love her. And I water her with gray water. But I don't have to do as much of that here. So uh, my big go-tos when I'm up, up north is... Uh, always when we go into the grocery store, I don't ever have to get a plastic bag. I don't even put my fruits and vegetables in the little plastic bags. I have uh, a couple of cloth um, bags that I just put those to, those the vegetables and fruits in and I can wash those. And they're basically like uh, a linen, a little linen, you know, tote bag. And those smaller ones are the ones I put my fruits and vegetables in. So up north, I don't have to do as much of the heavy lifting of the gray water. Of course, we choose to use bamboo toilet paper here. We have a septic system. And also too, I let it mellow here and I don't use as much TP overall. Um, when we save all of the cardboard, uh, since we don't have a recyclable place uh, every day, or that's really close. I mean, it, we do have a place. It's open two days a week, half a day on Wednesday, uh, full day on Saturday. But we did take all of our recycling there last Saturday. But when we have anything in, you know, cardboard or the little uh, toilet paper rolls, we just stick those in the fire and use those, you know, to help generate more heat with our wood, make our 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 fire would last a little bit longer. So uh, things appear a little bit easier for me on the gray water gorilla side. Um, not that I don't, I'm not going to complain. I'm, I'm glad and I'm very sad that it's so hot back in Texas and we haven't had much rain, but I've been meditating and sending uh, some good vibes down to Texas and hoping that, uh, you know, I'm sitting up here looking at the greatest lake in the United States, the biggest lake, the biggest freshwater lake in the Western Hemisphere. So I'm sending some of that 
good vibes from Lake Superior on down to Texas. So I hope it reaches y'all. And uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the segment on what we did for the planet this week. Uh, And we're going to pop right into Climate Watch, which is pretty uh, dire. So without further ado, let's go into that heavy topic. And now this week in Climate Watch. Guys, I don't have to uh, beat a dead horse. I'm pretty sure most of you, our listeners, our earthy people, realize that Europe is really getting hit hard. Um, The UK, let's start with those guys, uh, 104 degrees and a tarmac at Heathrow Airport melting. And they had to stop flights. They had to uh, close down and also... Uh, stop some of the trains because it was extremely hot. But those guys, they got the lighter end of it. France is on fire, 27,000 acres, and that was yesterday. 11,000 people evacuated um, in Bordeaux, if anybody loves wine. Um, And then let's run over to Portugal and Spain. I mean, Portugal has had uh, a really hard time of it as well. And uh, they've had an extreme drought and then very dry conditions. And now with the wildfires roaring through Portugal, uh, moving over to Spain, uh, 200, over 200 people have died. Well, actually over a thousand, way over a thousand people have died in Spain and Portugal. Uh, Spain's had it tough, 33 days of wildfires 5,000 people evacuated, nine, fire was nine miles long. And that was earlier, late last night when I dropped that little mini episode reminding you that we haven't gone anywhere, just Raquel and I have both been traveling. Um, But I was encouraged to see that the President of the United States, President Joe Biden, has decided to kind of take action um, despite the failures of our Congress to come together to enact uh, some very necessary things with climate change. So he is going to basically go into executive order and declare a climate emergency. I know we're not supposed to be political, but I think the earth is transcends. I think the earth transcends politics, whether you're red, blue, purple, or whatever you are. Uh, We all live on the earth, right? We're all human beings, right? So it's not political. Climate change is not a political weaponized word. It is actually what is happening. I didn't mention Germany. Germany, God love them. Uh, They've had the opposite. They've had extreme flooding and they are getting beat down by that. Um, Back here in the United States, New York had extreme severe weather and floods and they had actually some of the streets buckle in a couple of vans and a car went down into the earth, they had to be hauled out. And then back home, close to where I'm at, uh, in the Dallas, Texas area, we've had extreme heat warnings, not advisories, warnings. Um, Heat index, actual temperature of 109 yesterday on Tuesday, and heat index is much more than that, around 111. So um, our grid did hold up, which is good news. It was taxed. And we are having some issues with water because uh, that the extreme heat and the drought, people are watering more, people are drinking more water, and now 
the water system is at maximum capacity. So these are things to keep in mind, you guys. I'm focusing really on, you know, Western, you know, United States and then also Europe. Uh, we haven't even touched what's going on with the rest of the world. So we do have a worldwide listenership. So you guys, any of you that speak English, send us a message. Tell us how it's going in your area. All you have to do is message us um, from the podcast, wherever you're listening. We would love to hear from you. And looking forward to having Raquel back in the podcast studio next week. And we will talk a little bit more about what's going on the planet. So why is noise pollution a potential health hazard? Simply put, it can cause several major health problems, such as hearing loss, hypertension, stress, anxiety, and even depression and isolation amongst our senior citizens. It can affect language development in our infants and our young children. And that's just a small portion of how dangerous it can potentially be. But we haven't even mentioned how it affects our wildlife on land and in the sea. But let's begin with us. Sound is measured in decibels. For instance, when we breathe, just breathing. That's 10 dBs. Whispering into the ears of a loved one. Hello. That's 30 dBs. And when we talk in normal conversation, like I am right now, that's 60 decibels. However, a motorcycle can deafen our eardrum at 95 decibels. So the accepted safe dB is between 80 and 85. Anything higher for prolonged periods of time can cause damage and or can contribute to hearing loss. A good rule of thumb to know when your hearing is at risk is this. If you have to shout, it's too loud. And there are apps we can load onto our cell phones for measure if we are being exposed to harmful noise pollution. And those things are called SLMs or sound level meters. And there are so many factors to consider if we are really being exposed to harmful DBs. The EPA and the World Health Organization state 70 DB levels over a 24-hour period is your max. But there are other things to consider, like sound intensity versus loudness. They're not the same thing. So I have concluded or included a link in the show notes for you to read up on that topic. It's a lot. There's some math, a lot of science, uh, but I do want to mention this, which was a little bit astounding to me, autotoxicity. And that fancy word without our science teacher here, autotoxicity, I think I did pretty good on that. Basically, some of our medications can and might contribute to hearing loss. Some drugs like antibiotics, some cancer-treating drugs, even aspirin and quinine. But here's a list of what we can do to alleviate exposure to noise pollution. So, pretty fundamental. 
avoid really, really loud concerts, especially with your children and your infants. And auto and motorcycle racing, yeah, unless you're wearing protective gear, put them on your children and don't go. Earplugs, earmuffs, or just, you know, buy the cheap seats, right? It won't hurt as much. Also, avoid operating heavy equipment unless you are wearing protective gear, like those earmuffs. And this is easy. Turn down the volume on your radio and your television. And if you are attending a concert, monster truck show, auto show, NASCAR, don't sit near the loudspeakers. And if you do, take frequent breaks from the show. So. I'm going to conclude with the human aspect of noise pollution because I feel like this needs to be an extended conversation. Part two will address the effects of our noise pollution on marine wildlife, birds, and even our insects. And I want to leave you with one of my favorite ways to deal with the stress causing noise pollution, you know, such as too many lawn care machines, their power equipment hot rods, sirens, cars screeching, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I turn everything off and I just listen to nature. No television, no radio, just the soothing sounds of mother nature. And I hope you found this episode helpful and interesting. And I will leave you with this. Hearing has been thought to be our last sense left as we pass from this world into the next. After every sense fails us, the hearing is still there, and I think it's worth protecting. Thank you for listening to this mini-episode. I hope you found it useful and enjoyable and that you learned something. And if you like us, Follow us on Instagram at earthygirl.co. We are on Facebook at Earthy Girls. You can leave us a review. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. And you guys, stay earthy. This episode was brought to you by Petals to Paper, the magic behind the making.